Hello, good morning. Welcome to the bottom line on New Cruise 92.7 FM. Your source always. My name is Joshua Adegbite. Welcome to the first edition of the program for the week. Uh, today is the International Day of the Girl Child. A day designated by the United Nations Children's Fund UNICEF to help individuals and countries reaffirm their pledge to promote the progress of girls and safeguard their rights. Well, this year, uh, this year, the theme is a digital generation, her generation. On this day, they desire the international bodies for nations to pledge to assist young girls to grow into empowered women who have access to proper healthcare, skill-based learning facilities and equal opportunities in a world free from gender-based violence and discrimination. This morning on Bottom Line, we will be taking a look at the challenges plaguing the girl child and their prospect. We hope to be speaking with a couple of uh, respondents this morning on the program. Yes, uh, gender writer activists, uh, well, girl rights activists, uh, girl writer advocates, uh, and other people who have uh, one or two things to do uh, about uh, gender-based uh, uh, gender rights and, of course, uh, girl-child education and um, other issues related uh, to this. Uh, well, first, uh, we hope to be speaking uh, this morning to the special assistant to the first lady of the state on gender and legal matters. Uh, of course, she's also, let's uh, say, to the Commission of Justice and Gender and Vulnerable Persons uh, Matters. Uh, Barrister Shelly Atana, we hope she will join us anytime soon. We'll have her first. Right after her, we'll definitely be speaking with other uh, people on the program this morning. first guest on the program this morning join us via uh, telephone special assistant to the first lady of equity state on gender and legal matters and also uh, let's say to the commission of justice and gender and vulnerable persons matters barrister shelley atane good morning uh, thank you for joining us on bottom line the very special edition this morning hello good morning good morning morning i can hear you all right uh, thank you very much we sincerely appreciate you so uh, straight to the heart of the matter this morning it's a special edition of the program uh, international day of the girl child and uh, the theme uh, for this year's celebration is digital generation our generation but before we go to that uh, uh, barrister shelly atane how would you assess the treatment of the girl child uh, compared to what it used to be and now in recent years there have been so many form of advocacies education awareness sensitization on the right of the girl child uh, gender-based uh, violence gender gender related matters so i want you to give me your assessment uh, going by the activities of uh, different bodies and organizations what has been what has been the different significant difference that you have seen yeah, I would say that um, so far, uh, there has been so many efforts from um, various angles, actors, stakeholders, 
uh, uh, making the life of the girl child uh, better mm. in Nigeria today. Uh, and I, 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 when I, when I talk about these things, I like to uh, use Ekiti State as a case study <laughs> because right. I live and work in Ekiti State, State and I've worked closely with um, actors on the field, with uh, young girls, with women, vulnerable persons. So I like to talk uh, uh, with facts with, um, from cases I have dealt with and situations I have dealt with in All the right. state. Uh, so far, we have um, the political will. Mm. We have a legal framework. Uh, we have um, interested persons, developing partners, NGOs, people who are really out to protect the rights of girls hmm. in the Kitty State. All right. As it is currently. I'm with you. And, okay. okay. And so far, we still we have the, the child rights law. Okay. Child rights law so we here in the We also have some states that, are, that have adopted the child rights law in their various forms. But for Kitty State, we have the child rights law. We have uh, the gender-based violence prohibition law. We have other various policies and um, regulations that protect the rights of, um, of the girl child today. And uh, in relation to the, um, to the uh, theme for this year's um, program, Digital Generation, Our Generation, if you go all over social media, you will see a lot of hashtags, you know, are campaigning for the protection of the rights of girls, of some victims of sexing situations, maybe sexual harassment, rape victims, and so on and so forth. So I think there is a digital awareness for the protection of the rights of the girls. Okay, now, taking awareness as a concept you know where talking about awareness awareness is getting to know having information at your fingertips right. and also be ready to dish out that information when it is necessary all over the social media there is so much awareness going on mm. i believe even the young girls themselves are aware of their rights today okay they have and they have an idea of what their rights should be and how it ought to be Mm. So, okay, well, awareness on one side, uh, that is uh, the chunk of what uh, most uh, stakeholders and what most bodies and organizations um, have been doing, sensitization, getting people to be aware of uh, this course. Uh, but um, I asked that particular question to let you know if you are now, if in a way, you're satisfied with uh, what the reaction of people to this awareness, the reaction of stakeholders, parents, uh, religious leaders, and uh, teachers, uh, and other people in society, to this awareness. Have they truly embraced this? And uh, have you seen a decline or a, a, a fall in the violation of uh, the rights of the girl child? Well, I will not say there is a decline in the violation of the rights of the girl child. Every day, a young girl is being violated. Every, Every day. day, a young girl is being abused. Hmm. I can only say there is the awareness. Okay. Uh, people are making efforts to sensitize people, to enlighten people, what, uh, how things ought to be, where what ought to be done for the girl child. Hmm. But in the decline of the abuse of the rights of the girl child, I don't see any decline. Yes, I can say there is improvement to some extent mm. because uh, the laws are being executed okay. in favor of the girl child, where a girl child is abused and it is known to actors or it is known to the authorities. Steps are being taken to ensure that that girl child gets justice. Justice. Okay, well, because I was going to, I was going to talk about that when you mentioned uh, the laws that have been enacted in uh, Ekiti in particular and some other states. I was going to say, well, mm. usually in Nigeria we say we are quick to enact laws, but of course we have some other areas where they don't even enact this uh, form of laws. But the implementation, 
is what I need to know about the implementation, the execution okay. of uh, this. Let's uh, start you know. by there is a common question people always ask. All right. Why is it that rate is always on the rise? Mm -hmm. Because every day we get reports of a child being raped, mm -hmm. a child being abused sexually, mm -hmm. and then when we sing into action, you hear people saying, "Ah, uh -uh, six years old have been raped again mm -hmm. today. Why mm -hmm. is it increasing?" No, it's not that it is increasing from my own perspective. Okay. I think it is the awareness that is increasing. The that awareness. the children, these these uh, girls, these um, children that are, are victims of um, rape or uh, defilement, now and, and their families now have the courage to speak out. Before all these things were being covered up, they will be settled within the home. Now they know that if they speak out, there are people who will come out to ensure that they get justice, to ensure that the perpetrator is uh, apprehended mm. and the unnecessary things will be done to right. ensure that there won't be a repeat on the, on the uh, part of the, between the perpetrator and that victim. Mm. So, so people tend to speak out more. This happened to me, this has happened to me, or this has happened to someone I know. Mm. It has always been like that. It's just that there have always been cover-up, lots of cover-up going on at the background but mm, now people are of... out. so that's why we get more and more reports on daily basis mm, lots of cover-up but because of their awareness uh some the of awareness these and the atrocities and yes and the laws mm. So, 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 mm -hmm. so, because of the awareness, and now some of these atrocities have been unearthed, have been unraveled. Yeah, um, yes, yes, so, unraveled. Okay, yes, well, so. so maybe I should just uh, look at this, all of these challenges again, because we'd like to know uh, now that the advocacy uh, is everywhere about the right of, of the girl child. Uh, uh, but we know that, like I, like you said, like I said, too, it does not mean that there are no more challenges. Uh, we, you mentioned the uh, issue of rape, particularly of. Uh, of minors, uh, which is very disgusting, I must say, and of course, well, there's no rape that can never, that, that can actually never be justified and validated. No, 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 no form of, no form of rape. Rape is rape, and no then so, for rape. Mm -hmm, no justification at all. So, and then female genital mutilation. This is one issue that we've continued to talk about back and forth. Uh, child marriages oh. and and all of this issue. So, using a kitty. As the state, uh, the, the the case study here, just like you mentioned earlier, let me borrow your word. <laughs> uh, what exactly are these challenges that persist here for the girl child? Looking at all of these things that I've talked about, is it female genital mutilation? Is it child marriage? Is it uh, rape? Well, uh, the, the main challenge I uh, usually encounter is community ownership, lack of community ownership. Lack of community this, yes, ownership. Our communities have to understand that these policies, these laws have come to stay. Hmm. And the law must be allowed to play its course. Hmm. Community uh, members should stop making efforts to settle issues of sexual violence, hmm. to settle issues of gender-based violence, to, to, to settle issues of, of um, domestic violence. Mm -hmm. They should stop seeing these things as family affairs. Hmm. They should stop seeing it as family affairs. They should stop seeing it as family affairs and they should take responsibility to ensure that the law the law plays its cause mm. when it has to do with these issues mentioned. All right. Uh, oh, uh, so Shelley. Community ownership. All Lack right. of community ownership is a, main, a major challenge with uh, um, the issue we are discussing now. Okay. So, so, so how do we now address this challenge that you talk about? Let, let me just chip in something. I heard this uh, but, uh, story about in the Kitty State, yeah, where something unpleasant happened uh, a young girl, a minor, was raped. I've forgotten the age right now and the age of the violator. And the grandmother, I'm sure you must have heard that story, collected yeah, yeah. some a sum of money just to forgive that the person, to let go. Yeah, hmm. and, and, and do, you, do, you, do you know the most painful part of that particular case is that that hmm. child was never attended to medically. Was Not hmm. one naira was spent out of that money for the treatment of that child. Hmm. So you can understand how painful and the passion we feel when things like this happen. Hmm. 
So when you understand, so the rights of the communities okay. have to understand. Okay. Even when the biological mother of that child opposed, she was beaten up by the family. Hmm. The family, the, the neighbors. Why? Uh, mm, yes. Hmm. So the moment each and every every person, every single person realizes their responsibility based on these issues, and when things like this happen, they speak out without making any attempts to cover up. Can mother be covered up? Mother <laughs> is an offense, just like rape. Mm -hmm. Can you kill somebody and hide? How long can you even hide a cop? So people should speak out. People should take responsibility. When you see something, you say something. Mm. See something, say something. Yes. Well, Barista Shelley, well, that will now take me to uh, some of the things that you've raised earlier, that we've talked about earlier, about the willingness of the government and other stakeholders. Because we need to change the narratives. We are talking about society now. Earlier I mentioned religious leaders, community leaders, and neighbors, and all of these people, teachers. How do we now bring them into this uh, circle to have this willingness and commitment towards protecting the right uh, of the girl child? I'm saying that uh, since the government has shown sufficient political will according to you, what then yeah. do we need to do to see the rest of the society match that will? Well, currently, we are working on that, and uh, we have been working on that for a while. But you know how it is, uh, the laborers are few, the uh, field is, um, is, uh, the, uh, field is big, is mm -hmm. wide. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is how it is. There are all hands on deck. All right. In equity state, um, for instance, I will always uh, use equity as an example. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the Gender-Based Violence Management Committee, headed by uh, no other than uh, Her Excellency Erelubisi Fayemi. And everybody knows how proactive she is, how effective she is, and how um, how she handles things. No levity at all. So um, this committee is made up of, you know, different stakeholders, members of uh, MDAs who are active in uh, dealing with um, women and children, uh, the rights uh, and the health uh, issues of women and children. Uh, we have the uh, members of uh, the civil society organization uh, being represented in that uh, committee. And uh, with that, everybody uh, is working. Even religious leaders are members. The uh, NIREC, uh, Khan, uh, Muslim uh, society organization are members of this committee. Apart from this gender-based violence management committee, there are also various task forces set up by His Excellency. We also have the Task Force on Human tra Trafficking, which is also headed by the Honorable Attorney General. All right. In that committee, we are, uh, in that uh, task force, we have members, we have lecturers, we have um, principals of schools, we have uh, CSOs, we have members of all the security um, outfits in the state. Mm. Just like the um, uh, Gender-Based Violence Management Committee, which also have the CP, the Commissioner of Police, mm. the Commandant... Uh, of the NSCDC as members. So there are key issues we discuss. Um, uh, the the Gender-Based Violence Management Committee supervises and um, um, it is actually the, uh, the, uh, the, um, uh, the body responsible okay. for supervising all GBV activities in a state. Okay. So there is proper supervision, like I said, you know where I tell us there is me is there is no lagging anywhere. Mm. So mm. all hands are on deck, people are working. Mm. So I believe in the in, in if we continue in this space, if we continue in this space mm. in another ten years, fifteen years, uh a kitty will be something to be reckoned with. Already we are something to be reckoned with when it has to do with the protection of rights and women. Mm. As far as the world is concerned, not just Nigeria, mm. but uh, I assure you that mm. um, people are working to ensure that uh, there is improvement in the protection of the girl child. Mm. Well, on all hands, uh, on deck to ensure that there is improvement in the protection of uh, the girl child. I must say that we uh, sincerely appreciate your time on the program this morning, Barrister Shelley Atane. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's right. <laughs> Thank you very much, Barrister Shelly Atane. 
is the special assistant to the first lady of equity state on gender and legal matters and also i say to the commission of justice and gender and uh commission of justice on gender and vulnerable persons matters we appreciate you about this Tani. thank you very much for your perspective on this uh, very yeah. special edition of Bottom Line on New Cruise 92.7 FM. Have a great day, madam. Mm. You too. Thank you Bye. very much. Mm. We had our first uh, guest uh, on the program this morning, Barrister Shelley Atane. Barrister Shelley Atane uh, is a legal, uh, well, legal practitioner, of course, uh, you know, going by uh, uh, that name. And of course, she's a special assistant to the First Lady of the State and Gender and Legal Matters. Uh, we sincerely appreciate her. We'll definitely be speaking with our second guest um, on the show this morning. Uh, we expect uh, to be joined any moment from now by another uh, female, well, uh, an official of the Gender Desk Unit uh, here in Ekiti, Mrs. Gwenola uh, Yedrun. Uh, we we'll hope that she'll join us uh, any moment from now on the program and then we'll look at some other issues. Uh, it is uh, the special edition, a special edition of Bottom Line this day, International Day of the Girl Child. We're looking at the rights of uh, the girl child this morning. Uh, well, when you listen to our first uh, respondent, our first guest this morning, a lot of issues were mentioned, but clearly challenges. Uh, a lot of these challenges, uh, female genital mutilation, child marriages, and others, uh, will continue uh, to look at all of these issues. We've now been joined by the second guest this morning, Mrs. Benola Ayedun. Mrs. Benola Ayedun, good morning. Good morning. Well, thank you very much for joining us on Bottom Line this day on New Cruise Thank 90. you very much. FM. Well, uh, maybe you move away. Okay. Well, so quickly, let's uh, just go straight. Let's start with the theme of this year's uh, International Day of the Girl Child. Uh, the theme, we understand, is Digital Generation. Our Generation. Digital Generation, Our Generation. Yes. So, please help us make sense of that. Let's break that down. What does that mean to an ordinary person listening to us okay. this morning? As we know, today is the International Day of the Girl Child. Mm. And it's a, um, an international day obser uh, observing a day to observe the girl child, to celebrate the girl child. So, mm. this year's theme is Digital Generation, Our Generation. Mm. Um, with the um, pandemic that is still on, Mm. We know that there have been restrictions. Um, girls can't go to school. Boys can't go to school. Some adults too can't go to work. Virtually everything we did during the lockdown was all about online and online access. Mm. So, following the lockdown, it was observed that for um, the younger generation, that boys have more access to phones than girls. So the more reason why this year celebration, we need to um, put it into cognizance that in this new generation, there is need for everything now to be digital mm. because of the new way of life. Because online is now a new way of life. Okay. So because of this, the girl child is expected to have access to online services. So, why this thing? The reason for the thing is that a girl child should have equal access to the internet and digital services, just as a boy. As a boy. Mm -hmm. And the this boy, year, yeah. team also targets investment to facilitate opportunity for girls to safely and meaningfully access, use, lead, and design technology. So, in a layman's stand, okay. we want to empower the girl with the digital knowledge okay. to be able to meet today's need. Mm. Because now everything, virtually everything, is more or less online. It's digital. You have digital classes, mm -hmm. lesson, math class, English class, <laughs> and all. Mm -hmm. So, in a nutshell, digital generation as generation, the girl needs to have access to the internet, be able to use the internet, and be able to effectively use the internet 
for our growth and our future. Mm. Lay man's time, empowering the girl child to be able yeah. to meet her today's uh, needs. Yes. Thank you very much, Mrs. Gbolayi, for breaking that down. So, let's look at some other aspects, some other issues that we've mentioned earlier. Well, you talked about the fact that uh, the boy child uh, has a uh, opportunity, uh, more opportunity, particularly he's more, he's more exposed to the internet, uh, the digital world, and the girl child, and it's why this advocacy is very, very important. But let's talk about the challenges now. The challenges facing the girl child in our uh, community, in our society. I want you to first uh, perhaps uh, highlight some of these uh, challenges and why we need to continue this advocacy of the right of the girl child. Okay, let me start from the very beginning. In my mm. own generation, where I was growing up, yeah. they would rather prefer to buy uh, the bricks, building blocks for my brother, and buy a Barbie doll for me. <laughs> Because it is expected that I'm a girl, uh -huh. I'm expected to grow up, uh -huh. take care of my husband, and take care of my child. Mm. I was not molded from the beginning mm. to be internet um, compliant, compliant or to be an mm. engineer mm. or to be to to be able to do some things because I am a girl. Okay. There's this stereotype to girls. That is the first challenges girls have. Because we are stereotyped in a way that we are expected to be mothers, mm -hmm. wife, mm. homekeeper, and that's all. Mm. So that's the number one challenge we have. Okay. The stereotype. Mm. That as a girl, you are limited in what you can do. Mm. And that is not it. As a girl, you can do all that you ever aspire to, to do. do. Mm. Yeah. Then another thing is that society believes that the girl child is the weaker vessel. Mm. So because of that, there are some things that we are limited to do. So rather than you allowing your girl child to put in for engineering at the university level, you rather tell her to go for a course that is mostly simpler. Right. You limit um, how far she can go in life. Mm. Then let's look at the um, anatomy of the girl child. Mm -hmm. Monthly, there is the monthly cycle. Mm. You tend to have that pain. You tend to go through all the um, um, the normal physiology. Your body goes through some discomforts. That's also a challenge, in which most parents can't even to understand that. In that part of the cycle, the girl child needs all the motivation, all the love, all the support she can get. Then um, the, 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 the previous speaker too has talked about G GBV a lot. Okay. One of the major challenges we have in our society is not speaking. Mm. And it's a challenge for the girl child. In that when a guy is raped, when a girl rather is raped or molested, mm. she's expected to keep quiet. She's not expected to talk so that she will not be castigated or chastised. Mm. Or the mother will like... Stigmatization. The, the, the Pardon? I said stigmatization sometimes. Um... Yes, they stigmatize. But let me cite an example. A young girl, five years, was raped. Mm. And the case was, the parents were encouraged, let's take up this case. Hmm. Even though the guy that raped the five, the boy that raped the five years old is just 17 years old. Let's take it up. The father said, no, I can't. I can't afford everybody to know that my child has been raped. That's hmm. a challenge for the girl child. <laughs> not speaking out on her behalf. Not fighting for her. Not, not going the extra lengths for her, like you will go for your boy child, hmm. is a challenge. Then um, the society we live in celebrate the boy child more than the girl child. And this is a limiting factor for the, for the girl child. A woman that's giving birth to five children, <laughs> the husband believes that because you don't have a son for me, hmm. I can't take care of you and your girls. Go sort yourself out. Go sort your girls out. The mother now is the only person that is not that needs to take out the home then she has to go through all the stress and all that with this the woman might end up not being able to provide enough for her family for this this girls to go to school to be educated and this limits the future of our girls so these are just few of the challenges mm. the girls face now more than what well you've spoken uh very well on some of these uh challenges and i appreciate the fact that you had to 
break it down and analyze uh, some of these uh, challenges. Yes, we're aware of them, but perhaps in some ways people are not uh, taking cognizance of all of this. Uh, so I'll go back to one of the questions that I asked the previous uh, speaker. When you look at some of the challenges that uh, you highlighted, that you talked about, uh, there are more of uh, a society uh, a, a societal issue. You look at the fact that we need to uh, be, uh, 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 believe about how a girl child should actually be treated. You talked about, uh, well, regarding to the girl child as a weak, as a weaker vessel. Well, I would have actually asked you a question. That isn't that the situation? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> because uh, because what I usually say is that if you say you're not a weaker vessel, then one should not. Uh, a man can do. A woman can do hundred times better. Mm, hundred times better. Mm. Yeah, Mrs. Ayedun, hundred times better, and and uh, and that means uh, that uh, we have uh, equal rights. I I I I I presume. So we should have equal opportunities. Equal equal opportunities. Mm. Yeah. And so I might not have to actually open the, uh, the 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 door of the vehicle for my wife because I might not help her to carry the big things. Uh, but I should yeah, allow I, I should allow her to carry the big things That's and uh, and when we see a snake in the house, uh, any of us should actually kill it. She must <laughs> not call on me to mean that it's been a gentleman. <laughs> All right, just move away. Just that was just on the flip side. <laughs> that was just yeah. on the flip side. So let's go back to how to change the narrative. The question that I asked uh, the previous speaker about uh, changing the narrative, uh, ensuring that our political leaders, our community leaders, the society and parents uh, begin uh, to think along this line. Uh, what else uh, should the government and stakeholders uh, be doing that have not been done? Um, thank you very much for that question. Mm. Thank God that this is, the, um, this is 2021, in the year 2021, there are new things happening. And we, we thank the state and the federal government because a lot has been going on for the girl child. Mm -hmm. We have had several interventions by the federal government as well as the state government to ensure that the girl child has equal opportunity as the boy child. Mm -hmm. But also, they still need to do more. There's need for our father to know that when you are buying me toys, you should not buy building blocks for my brother and buy me Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. In as much as you want me to be a girl, you'll be proud of. Give me something that um, will help my brain, that will tune my brain to, to be more active. Mm. I need something to help me to, to work more. Not something to make me just enjoy life leisurely. Mm. So there's need for our fathers to know that. Your mm. girl child can be an innovator mm. that will bring out your name in the future. Fine. Um, the African culture says that, um, let me say it in Yoruba and the way they say it in my hometown, Okurilonile, <laughs> the male owns the house. Literally, that's what it means. But not anymore. Because if you talk about Dor Dora, um, Dora King, Akwili. Akwili. Mm. now they refer back to our parents. They refer back to our hometown. Mm. They refer back to where she comes from. They refer back to her roots. Mm. So it's not about the guy owning the house anymore. Mm. Whatever a lady or a girl child achieves, we still go back to our, our roots, our background. Mm. They'll talk that um, she's from Nigeria, she's from Ekiti State, she's from um, the family of Mr. and Mrs. Mm. So it's not about her being married and moved to her husband's house. Mm. It's about her bringing out that glory from your household as well. So mm. there is need for the society to know that your girl child being married doesn't mean that's the end of it for your family. Mm. She will still bring out the glory in your family. So this this this, this African um, thinking that the girl child, as soon as she marries, she's no longer mine. So because of that, let me nurture the boy child that still bears my name. It should stop. The boy as well as the girl is yours and they will forever be yours. Mm -hmm. So that narrative needs to change. Okay. Then also our girls need to be nurtured innovatively. Okay. Let them go let them go to science fair, just like the boy. When we are picking um students in school that are going for science fair, 
or going for innovative um, forums. Let's be girls as well as the boys. It shouldn't be because it's a science fair to just be for the boys alone and just pick two girls. Well, you are going for literary and debating society. If you are picking five girls, please pick five boys. Mm. Because the narrative needs to change. We need to have equal footing as well as equal opportunity for both our girls and our boys. Well, then well, also, well the interestingly... Okay, please go ahead. Please go ahead. The community needs to stop this um, um, this issue about not speaking out. Whatever wrong has been done to your culture, please speak out. Speak out. Let justice be gotten for this girl mm. or this child. Let her not be in perpetual sorrow and think that is it because I'm a girl that's the reason why my rights cannot be fight for. Mm. So please. Let's try as much as possible to fight for our girl child as, as much as we fight for our boy child. Thank you. Well, I was just going to say, when you talked about uh, debates and uh, uh, perhaps uh, other issues like uh, competition in schools and that's, uh, that, interestingly, uh, recently, there's, there's been a kind of a rise in uh, having more uh, girls representing their schools and doing very well academically. Uh, than guys, I've, I've, I've been watching a lot of debates and uh, let's say programs. I've been seeing the winners across states in Nigeria here, particularly. And I've yes. seen a lot of uh, girls are doing far better than their male colleagues. Uh, even in our institutions, when you look around and see uh, some of the best graduating students in recent years, I'm talking from experience as a journalist and what I have seen, I stand to be corrected for anyone, but I've seen most, I've seen the ladies dominating more. Uh, so I think, uh, well, that has, I'm just talking about uh, what I've noticed uh, in recent years. So yeah. I will quickly go to one of these uh, issues, uh, these challenges uh, uh, that you have mentioned, particularly in society. And now we can actually work on that. And that has to do with uh, the religious angle to these uh, issues. Uh, in some religious organizations, women are not even allowed to lead. Women are not even allowed to sit in the front. Women are not even allowed to get to some part of uh, the temple. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, we have uh, both, uh, particularly the two um, most popular religious uh, bodies uh, affirming this and yes. are giving the, the lead role, the role of the, of, 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 of the leader to, to male in particular. So, and I guess this is also affecting... The society affecting our reaction uh, to the girl child and all of these developments we are talking about. How do we, uh, how do we, how do we, how do we address this, Mrs. Ayedu? Thank you, thank you very much. As for the religious aspects, mm. you know, religion, religion is something that we can't change over time. Mm. It's something that has been in history as um, it has its own particular way of doing things. Like um, yes, like you said, we have some, a particular religious sex where the woman cannot lead in activities. It's better to sit at the back. Mm. But thanks to God and thanks to everything possible over the years, especially when we talk about some activities, when we go to um, religious uh, homes to talk about things, we encourage them to encourage their women to to speak out. Fine, they might not be able to lead in worship mm. or leading activities, but still, they should allow them to have a voice. Mm. For some of these um, religious sects, we know that there's not, nothing we can do about it mm. because it is stipulated in their mode of worship. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult for you to change yeah. unless you want to create a religious <laughs> world. But still, even amidst the girl, uh, amidst the women, where the women worship and recite, let them have a voice. Mm. Let them have a voice because there's hardly anything we can do about that. Because mm. it is a way of worship that um, is streamlined to that. And mm. since they cannot change it, there's little or nothing we can do. But to keep preaching, that please give them equal opportunity. And for um, some other religious sect that they, they have some um, um, leniency, maybe she might not be able to lead the worship, but 
she can still speak at a point in time. We encourage religious leaders to please let them speak up because at, we have some opportunities where the states and stakeholders tend to meet with religious leaders, religious bodies. We talk about this. Right. Give your women the right to speak. Mm. Don't leave them in perpetual darkness because they can't speak. So there's little or nothing that we, we can do about um, them changing the way they do things. Mm. But still, we still talk about it. Like, give them voice. Let them talk. Let them speak. When the opportunity arises, if you are not in the regular worship, if you are outside, maybe you are having a program, at least they should be able to speak All such right. gathering. So thank you. All right. Well, thank you very much uh, for your time on the program, Mrs. Benola Yedun. Uh, she's an official uh, from the Gender Desk Unit here in uh, Ekiti State. So thank you very much uh, for uh, your contribution on the program this morning. We sincerely appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mm. Please do have a great day. You too. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, the discussion centers um, on the girl child this morning as today this is the 2021 uh, International Day of the Girl Child. And just like you've read the theme for this year's uh, celebration is Digital Generation, Hard Generation. And like that uh, has been addressed and dissected, uh, explained and analyzed by our guest, our second guest, Mr. Binola Yedun, an official from the Gender Desk Unity in Nikiti State. What she said, this is more about uh, empowering the girl child, uh, deaf, yes, to be able to meet uh, today's uh, needs. Uh, today's uh, needs. Uh, we'll open the lines for you to make a contribution just before we'll be saying uh, bye uh, in the next uh, 10 minutes. Um, yes, we've spoken with two individuals this morning our first guest was uh, uh well the, the special assistant to first lady of equity state on gender and legal matters and also essay to the commissioner of justice on gender and vulnerable person matters that was the barrister shelly atane our first guest and our second guest that we just um, ended the discussion with mrs benola I open the lines for you to make your contribution today, talking about uh, the challenges uh, facing uh, the girl child and how to move forward, how to ensure that the girl child has an equal opportunity with her male counterpart. And of course, so the girl child can be empowered and go all the way out to continue, how to begin to change the narrative in the society, in the community, for people to know that, uh, well, uh, no child is actually greater or better than the other and every opportunity you can give to your male child to your boy child you can give to your girl child too and uh, society parents uh, should rise up and ensure that uh, the rights of their girl uh, child is protected their rights are protected their rights are not violated and when anybody help violate their rights we should ensure that they are brought to book no covering no party party <laughs> well she talked about uh, the society thing and how people stigmatization will affect people and parents uh, even whom their girl children uh, girl, girl 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 child have been have violated who say okay i don't want people to hear about this i don't want uh, to be stigmatized uh, let's hear your opinion let's hear your view on all of these uh, issues this morning as parents as religious leaders as community leaders we all have a say we are all stakeholders in this very critical and serious issue 0915-388-6590 is the number to call 0915-388-6590 and the other number to call is uh, Oh eight one six seven eight one four one three two. Let's have your your view on the program. Particularly our women. Particularly our women. And of course our fathers too can call. <laughs> Let's have your view on the program this morning. But it would just be very interesting to have a, a one or two women participating, uh, contributing on the program this day. International Day of the Girl Child. Uh, this day is designated by the United Nations uh, Children's Fund UNICEF uh, to help individuals and the countries reaffirm their pledge 
to promote the progress of uh, girls and safeguard their right that is very very uh, key to safeguard their right uh, you agree with me well i don't know well well i guess uh, one of my guests this morning said that it well does not necessarily mean that uh, we've been having uh, the rise uh, in uh, uh, an increase uh, in cases of uh, rape and uh, child marriages and female genital mutilation but we're getting to hear them more because of the awareness and the sensitization being done and being carried out by different stakeholders and bodies but all of these issues are still very prevalent you every day you get to hear one of the particularly raping of uh, minors raping of minors we've continued to hear all of these uh, very disgusting and unpleasant stories every day let's get your position uh 0915 good morning uh this is white from Madrid, thank you for calling mr Kolawale. Uh, thank, thank you very much sir mm. uh concerning of um the topics we are discussing this morning concerning discrimination of a female girl well, started from um, from from family, from homes, mm. because from from parents, they believe female girl child is not a is is is, is not like a male child, mm. so they discriminate over them, mm. which is not good. So we should treat them equally. I mean, mm. I mean families. Mm. Then in the community, they, they, some people believe the the female girl child is not a, is not you cannot lead in our society. Mm. And that is not good. Discrimination is not good. Mm. Let them have equal right with male child. Mm. Then the positions in politics. Some people believe they cannot lead to and discrimination is not also good. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Kolawoli, for your contribution this morning. Well, uh, sort of uh, advice, uh, words of encouragement uh, to everyone out there, to all stakeholders, to parents, uh, to community leaders about how to uh, treat the girl child and uh, you recall that uh, one of the things that one of my guests mentioned this morning it's about equal opportunities equal opportunities and we've seen a lot of young girls a lot of uh, females doing pleasantly well doing exploiter in their different fields of um, endeavors we've seen them even leading and uh, their male counterparts, particularly in schools these days. So there is no justification, there is no reason whatsoever that uh, anyone should uh, treat the female uh, child, the girl child, uh, differently from that of uh, the male child. Uh, while the, 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 the female folks are not saying that they want to take over. <laughs> I think they're only saying that they should be treated equally with uh, their male counterpart. Let's uh, get more contribution just before we go. It's the International Day of uh, the Girl Child as designated by the United Nations Children's Fund, UNICEF. Uh, well, 0816-781-4132 or 915-388-6590. Uh, we can still pick one or two just before we go. Hello, good morning. Hello, Mr. Joshua. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Rafael Omotoshio. This is Rafael Omotoshio calling from Ukerekiti. We appreciate you for calling. Yeah. Uh, I want to speak about the rating of uh, innocent girl. Mm -hmm. It was as a result of pedophile. I want our women uh, advocacy to talk about this. If you hear the issue of rape, you'll be hearing the teacher raping the student of uh, uh, one, the parents raping the daughter, the, and so on. So all these things should be working against. We should working against pedophile in our society. Mm. Good morning. Thank you very much, Mr. Rafael Motosh. You're talking about uh, pedophilia there. And now the society should guard against that. Uh, uh, people who uh, will uh, be violating the minors. Uh, I think I should just pick this one. Hello, good morning. Thank you, my brother. God bless you, sir. Yeah, good morning. God bless you, too. Michael, calling from me. Thank you for calling, Mr. Michael. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Mm. 
You see, all those problems belong to the parents. Parents. Yes. Even though the all those uh, the the growing one, the guest, the one that is growing among them, they have their own puzzle. But mm. the origin, the genesis from uh, the genesis of, of the problem begin from their parents. Mm. You see, the way their parents is living, particularly the, uh, the their mother, their mother, their own child, they, they keep child also to live as uh, the way they live. Because I can say some 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 crisis in, in, in our society this this day. You you see a, a child of a, a girl of a ten years or fifteen years downward. There is a kind of dressing that will give their to, to their to their child. In fact, you'll be amazed. They say ah, you will be surprised that uh, I, 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 this child did have a parent, did have a father or a mother that mm. he, he, she dressed like this. Mm. In fact, uh, it, 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 it's very it's very alarming. I don't even like the way the way you oh, 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 are dressing. Oh, 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 right. All right. All right. Well. So please talk to the parents that they should dress their parents, their child, their 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 of the girl child is preserved. The rights of the girl child is promoted. This idea is intended by UNICEF to help individuals and countries reaffirm their pledge to promote the progress of girls and safeguard their rights. And uh, today, yes, we're looking at a way to empower the girl child to be able to meet today's needs. So the challenges that are facing them, it's what we're talking about right now. The laws that have been enacted by different states to implement this law so that their rights uh, will uh, be protected. And uh, those who are violating the rights uh, will definitely be brought to book this morning. That's the issue this morning. We appreciate everyone who has called to contribute on the program this morning. Uh, we sincerely appreciate first uh, our guest this morning, the first guest barrister Shelley Atane, barrister Shelley Atane, special assistant to First Lady of the Kitty State on gender and legal matters. And also I say to the Commissioner of Justice on Gender and Vulnerable uh, Person Matters. And of course, we spoke with Mrs. Benola Ayedun, uh, who is uh, an official from the Gender Dex Unit here in the United States. Thank you, everyone, for calling. Thank you uh, so very much, all the callers. Uh, I sincerely appreciate my producer, Samuel Ogbemini, and my executive producer, Jide Ogunli. Join us again tomorrow for another edition of the program. My name is Joshua Adibutabai for now. Thank you.